Hi, this is Giuseppe. Hi, this is Anthony. And you're listening to For the Love of Sophia. A philosophy podcast brought to you by the Public Philosophy Project. If you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to email us at publicphilproject at gmail.com. Enjoy the ride. Welcome back, part two, our episode. I think this is ninety-two. This the the part two is going to be ninety-two. Yeah, I think oh. that was ninety-one. Yes, That's nice. We're approaching. Yes, we're approaching one hundred. It's my birth year. Is your birth year ninety-two? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Makes you feel gross. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, in high school. High school. Yeah, it was in high school. It's at the beginning of the year. I'm a January baby, so you're a January baby. You just turn thirty-one. Yeah, sometimes I forget. It's all downhill from now. It's all downhill. My back has been killing me the past two weeks. I haven't done anything. Watch as soon as you. Turn. It just hurts. Watch as soon as you turn forty. Good luck. So I've been trying to stretch a lot more, like like after class. You, you work just, out too much, I think. I don't work out at all. <laughs> I used to. Do, I mean, I skate when it's nice, and I try to do. Some lightweight lifting when it's nice out, but I don't do. I, I don't do run some, anymore. I, I gotta do some cardio. <sighs> That's what the skating is. It's mostly cardio. Yeah, my my cardio is walking to class. I think it's from sitting and driving. Like it feels like my back <laughs> and my what is it called? I think it's this. The t- oh, it this absolutely could be computer. What is this called here? The lumbar. It's part? like your lumbar. It's where like your back meets the top of your butt. It just yeah. feels like it's fused. Yeah, yeah. I think that's more. That's being in the car for a long time, and it's the computer. So I can't wait to not have to drive anymore. One day. So one day. Well, if you're like me, you're still gonna drive even in a better situation. Just eight hours less a week. True. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, but I, but I think that. So, for example, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. the top part of my back started hurting like mm-hmm. crazy. And I was like, I'm going to die. Oh, from the hunch. And it was from, from uh, being a, not in a proper place yeah. with using the computer. And it, that lasted like a long time. So, anyhow. Violence. My violent. back feels violent. That's what I <laughs> so feel. It feels violated. Violated. That's true. That's true. Um, so, we said we're going to put on the side the things that we talked about. Yes. And we're going to try to figure out... The ethics of it. Yes. And the first thing that comes to my mind is that, is it all, is it ever mm. justified to is use it violence? Ever justified. That's the key, right? To use violence. And I think what most people would say is yes. In self defense. In self defense. And sometimes violence can be justified depending on the context and the motivation. Okay. They uh, so I I believe I would bet all of my money that okay. no one okay. except severely psychopathic people <laughs> would reject the claim that all violence all the time for all motivations is okay. Yeah, right. I think you can you'll you'll keep your money. Even the most sociopathic dictators still target their violence. Of course. Right. They think, like, if you violate me, that's bad. Yeah. So some violence sometimes, for some reasons, justified. Can we clarify which reasons make it justified, though? Because otherwise we are... Okay. Because uh, I think that 
again, self-defense will be one of those things that mm-hmm. people, everybody almost universally will agree that it's okay to be violent. Yeah, and, and one interesting argument I think that happens is about the proportionality mm-hmm. of your response. Mm-hmm. Because everyone is going to say it's okay to use violence in self-defense if it's your only option. But even within that, that category, people are going to be like, well, this much violence is acceptable versus this much. So one example I'm thinking of is someone uh, breaks into your house middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You and your family are there, and this guy, like, has a gun. Broke mm-hmm. a window. Um, maybe he even did something directly threatening. And some people would be like, well, just shoot the guy. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, of course you shoot the guy. Whereas other people would be like, oh, well, you can't do that. You have to get... New Jersey is you one of these places. First. You have to get shot first. And even then, you just run away. You, what? It's, I, I remember learning. So my... The, so they shoot at you. And you <laughs> then what? The unc- there's an uncle on my dad's side who was, uh, who was a cop. Uh, he's retired now. But I remember talking to him about this when I was younger. And I was like, okay. So I know New Jersey is like pretty strict about these things. What exactly mm-hmm. is the law... And he was explaining that it's not friendly to the idea of, like, defending your castle if you have a gun. Okay. And so you have to kind of prove – like, the burden of proof is on you um, to prove that, like, I had no other option. I couldn't run away. I couldn't maim him. I couldn't do this thing. Like, that's what I had to do. If you kill him. Uh, Even even just violent shooting without death. Okay. Yeah. But so you see disagreement even in the self-defense where some people will be like, well, up to murder is okay. And some people will be like, well, no, murder is not okay. You should have shoot him in the foot or something like that. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck. Um, But still, even shooting him in the foot is violent. Yes. So that's what I'm saying is like most people would say that reacting against Mm -hmm. an act of violence with violence is okay maybe with proportion if i punch you back and then escape exactly minimum exactly yeah so people will be okay with that um but aside from that i guess another thing that people would say in war you can be violent well we talked about that in the other episode right yeah and i mean of course there are people that are totally anti all war but they don't partake in the war i'm saying within the game of war it is a necessary it's thing. Necessary, yes. right? Yes. But other than that, are there other situations that you think most people will universally agree mm. that it is okay to use violence? I, I one thing comes to mind, and I would say it's not controversial. The scale might be controversial, but the principle I don't think is, and that's the idea of uh, state imprisonment. Okay. So imprisonment for a crime mm-hmm. for certain crimes. Um. The I believe, based on my life, <laughs> that the overwhelming majority of people think it's okay to lock certain people up. And that would be a violent act. And to lock them locking up. people up is certainly a violent act because it's against their will, okay. right? You, you basically abduct someone and put them in a cage. Okay. You may have good reasons for doing it, yeah. but it's still a form of, of violence. And okay. most people would say that's justified at least sometimes. But it's a form of self-defense, societal self-defense. Um. Not if the person, if it was like a one-off thing and you know the person's not going to strike again, at, at that point it's just like punishment. Yeah, okay. So in those in those circumstances where it is punishment, okay. 
Mm. Obviously the self-defense ones, but also with punishment, punishment some people would be okay with that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm assuming also you are, if whatever entity is trying to oppress you or mm. or curtail your liberty, yes, you are allowed to use violence. Uh, this one is the hard one because it's obvious for ones like a, like a slave and a slave master, right? Yeah. Like Django Unchained. Yeah, you know, like you break free, you kill the master. Yeah, most people I think are on board with that. Although some people might be like, just maim him. Um, <laughs> But I like Marcellus Wallace in, in Pulp Fiction, right? When he gets free from the guy who... Oh, yeah. What does he say? I'm going to get a with a, bl- uh, a blank and a blowtorch. What does he say? <laughs> he says something funny, though. I can't yeah. remember. Um, but, like, with political oppression, this is the, the, the loosest can of worms ever because yep. it could be as severe as, like being tortured like a prisoner of war or something or being a slave yeah or it could be situations like taxation okay or situations where i am restricted from putting certain things in my body by law or situations where i'm not allowed to do x right and so you you might consider that a form of oppression and the question becomes like well now we have to have a scale so, but would you would you say those things justify violence? Is that what you're saying? In those, uh-huh. uh, you're definitely going to have disagreement. Okay, you might have some agreement on a on a moderate scale basis, okay. but you're going to have ones where people are like, "Well, in this situation, you're de- I did the you thing. <laughs> uh, you're definitely justified," and other people would say, "Definitely not." Okay. Yeah. So, does it and what? How are we justifying these things? Like, where does the ju- why are certain things like justified? What is the justification? Yes. Right? What is the justification for certain things rather than others? Because I'm thinking, like, why isn't it justified for me to get violent every time I'm at the grocery store and things cost more than what I expect them to cost? I mm-hmm. go to buy eggs and now six dollars. I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Why can I go and break the store owner's head or destroy the store because they're they're Expensive. Good, good question. I think one that's because that's definitely curtailing my liberty of buying as many eggs. I want these eggs. <laughs> um, so one because you might say the 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 guy the cashier is not the one that made the egg six dollars. If I can find the one, if you could find the one that made the egg six dollars, am I justified in doing that? Can um, I? Am I justifying using violence to end with the capitalism? Federal Reserve? You just go to the <laughs> Federal Reserve. Um, or to the capitalist egg owner, egg farm owner. Why am I not justified? And I think that most people will say that I'm not justified. Right, in doing right. That. Well, so one, you don't own the eggs, so you're via, you're you're transgressing property rights. Okay. Right, and so property rights is traditionally seen as an extension of, of the property owner's self. Right, so you're violating so the. I'm not justified into getting mad and aggressive. Towards something that I that is not mine. I think that's right. Yes, but why? So I think it has to do with the fact that in the last episode we said um, voluntary violence is okay. Okay, right? If you're like S and M, okay, right? Like that's like, I want this thing. Okay, but in the egg case. It's not like the owner's like, please, I want you to destroy my eggs. He's like actively saying no. And so you're violating this thing 
that is his. Hmm. But how are the eggs different in taxation or... They might not be. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, because because the tax... Someone would say that the eggs are not yours. The, perhaps, well, the money they're taking from me are mine. That's right. The money okay. is mine. Yes. Okay. So that's why I'm not justified in getting violent because... Okay. Yeah. What if... What if I'm being cheated on? Am okay. I allowed to get violent towards my spouse? Okay. Is your wife listening? No. <laughs> Hopefully not. Um, towards my spouse and or the person she's cheating on. This is with. a very good question. This this is like the Shawshank Redemption because the whole reason why he was in jail is because he was accused yeah. of killing his wife and the lover. Yeah. Hmm. So... I mean, there's it's personal beliefs. <laughs> there's, I mean, so well, the, most people would say today they will say no. You're not justified, probably in hurting them. Yes. Nowadays, I don't know about that. I think it's pretty common, probably uh, among males and probably among females, to be like, if I got a hold of this person, I would. Do what I can to them. Right? So is that morally justified to do that, though? I think a, I think a lot of people would believe it is, even though probably it's the case that your spouse is the more blameworthy one. People would often get angrier at the other one. So I guess the real question is like, what if you beat your spouse? Yeah, if exactly. They did it, right? That's that's the thing. Is that okay? Well, you can't ask me that question. <laughs> I mean, no, it's it's not. But I don't know you, of course, right? Is it morally justifiable according to the principles? Could that we someone make a case for something like that? I'm sure. I mean, would I do that? No, no of course not. It's um, only, I'm not. Especially, Claire listens to the podcast. So yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just so, you're justified in doing something. Are there's some kind of retribution? Violent? Can you do something violent? Well, breaking a vase, right? You said, yeah. oh, is that violent? Uh-huh. Or Throwing your bed or damaging her property, right? I yes, mean, or kicking her out of the house, or kicking her out of the house, even though her stuff is still in the yeah. house. People would do this, and people might, you know, be like, "Oh, I've had time to cool off." But I, this is one of those areas where I feel like there's going to be a difference between the abstraction of what's justified and what people would do and be like, oh, I can't blame him for doing that or her for doing that. So in abstraction, there's not justification to do that. There's no moral justification to be violent, even in that case. Well, the physical abuse, no. (laughs) But like kicking someone out, I mean... You can make a case for that. I'm sure you can. It wouldn't be impure. It wouldn't be pure. It's kind of like this one. You remember how the ethics question for the assessment is like about, oh, is it okay to take someone's keys if they're drunk? That like, are you violating their property rights? Yes. But is it morally justifiable? Yes. Like two, right? I think this is one of those situations where it's like, okay, you're violating some kind of property rights, but... There is, is some kind just- of moral justification. Based on? Because that's the thing, right? Uh, let's see. Someone might cite, what's the word we said in the beginning? Being betrayed. Yeah. Um, there's another word. I, um, the violation, the breaking yes. the contract. Yes, violated, breaking the contract. Mm. And so you might say, some people say this, that like, oh, the, the minute you did that, 
the contract is broken, and so kind of many everything of goes. everything goes, at least temporarily until we get yeah. things sorted out. So I think probably the common answer is I don't know if it's totally justified, yeah. but it it's it's it doesn't seem totally foreign and unjustified either. And if the violence becomes physical, even though we still think it's not justified, really, mm-hmm. you're saying people will say, I can see why this happened. Like kicking them out. No, no, physical violence. Like fighting them? Yeah. I mean, if the fight was consensual. I mean, if a girl grabs the man and starts punching him, I, I, I don't think that's crazy. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. But does that mean that because we think that, does it mean that deep down we think is justified though this is a good question because it's the question of the relation between our natural impulses and what is ethical because sometimes we think of these things as being totally opposites like we have to control our impulses Mm -hmm. it's like very stoic Mm -hmm. and we have to go against our nature because we have to be tamed and civilized otherwise we're like animals and morality is the thing that separates us from those but then there's another view where you're like hmm maybe sometimes the impulse is saying something correct about human nature and so maybe there is some kind of ethic to it yeah i don't know I'm wondering also if maybe this is one of those cases where we are uncovering something different, right? That there's a difference, for example, between what's acceptable for society and what we deep down feel it's moral, the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm wondering. So, and this is like, um, not the two things are not comparable, obviously, right? But let's say that I think that society tells us, and there are laws that tell us that if I catch uh, a pedophile or some bad individual hurting a kid, mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to kill the person. When deep down... When deep down, you <laughs> feel that that is the right thing. These people don't deserve to live, right? Yeah, I've yeah. had this conversation multiple times with like the students. Say, yeah, you know, sure. They're like, and I think that is telling us that sometimes we are acting... In a way, because we had because of the contract, mm-hmm. but that really this contract is like, it's like we don't want to follow it because not because we are, um, not because of some instinct, but because we kind of hmm. morally we think that that's what this person deserves. Yeah, I think it's either showing the contrast between deservingness and. How would you say? Because you're still getting that person punished. It's just you're not doing it. Somebody else is doing an it for you. An impulse or something like that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm thinking of the concept of justice now. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems like sometimes we have ideas of justice that maybe go against etiquette. That's the word I was yeah, looking for. So exactly. it's deservingness versus etiquette. And you're like, okay, well, where does morality lie? Mm-hmm. Does it lie in deservingness? Does it lie in etiquette? Because there's a lot of things that people don't do because they're like, well, it's not nice. Mm-hmm. And does that mean it's bad? Does that mean that the the really primal thing you feel is intrinsically bad? Or could there be something to that? Yes. I don't know. I mean, if you ask me the the (laughs) pedophile question, you know, I'm I'm going to say the same thing as you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think that those things are situations where we probably would say that if we are having an honest conversation, it's like, yeah, violence there is justified, right? Mm-hmm. Truly, ethically. Forget the norm. 
stuff. Forget the, the societal stuff, right? Most people will agree that uh, violence there is justified. Some that, kind of violence. Well, I think that it depends on the situation, right? If I am finding somebody doing something bad to a, a random kid, mm-hmm. I think that some kind of violence is justified. Now, if somebody's doing something bad to my kid, right. I think that all bets are off at that point. And in general, not so much society, but people mm-hmm. will agree with that. I agree. And I might still go to jail, right, if I kill that person. But yep. but, but people would be like, but he did the right exactly. thing. Exactly. The law is wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, right? So and I'm wondering if that is one of those situations again. Is it that a form of self-defense? Is it a... Is it a reaction to... It's vengeance. Is vengeance, right? is vengeance justified? That's, that's what we're doing in club next week, yeah. right? That's good. I mean, so now I always think of this movie, but I'm extra thinking about law-abiding citizen now because this mm-hmm. is what happens, Yeah. right? The very opening, yeah. people break in and like torture, rape, murder, wife and daughter. Yeah. And then he just... He just loses he it. He just loses it. And yeah. he finds the people and he tortures the guy and it yeah. turns on this thing on the whole justice. And it's so good. It's so satisfying to watch. <laughs> like yeah. I just showed Claire this about a year ago and I was like, you have to watch this. <laughs> Even if you don't like, you know, action movies, like you're going to love this. And she did. It was like so yeah. satisfying. Well, of course. So what? It, how does satisfaction play into it too, right? I mean – and the thing you said reminds me of I've read cases where the judge will be like, as a father, I commend what you did. But right. as someone who is an arbiter of law, yeah. I have to yeah. you know, dish out the consequences or whatever. Yeah. And so there are those situations you will agree that violence is justified. Some kind of violence, I would say. <laughs> Some kind of Some kind of violence. Okay. The disagreement is largely in scale. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think oh. that is violence justified? And I'm assuming you're going to say no. Mm-hmm. If somebody is – if somebody goes against – with actions or words, mm-hmm. goes against your – the main values that you believe in. Values that don't directly interfere with my – person or liberty right not necessarily with liberty but maybe they interfere with your way of life with the quality of your life (laughs) (laughs) oh maybe it's justified um way of life sounds like liberty but quality of life sounds like it just bothers me yeah something that's really really it's really say inconveniencing me inconveniencing me but really really yeah like like did all of a sudden, I cannot go to places where I used to go. I cannot wear the stuff that I used to. Oh, wear. I know what you mean. Yeah, I'll think of something. Yeah. Um, it depends on which values are being broken because there's some values that are more personal. Yeah. And and it's like, hey, I think this is the right thing. I think you're doing a bad thing, but you could do that if you want. Yeah. Like. Something really mundane, like, hey, I think smoking cigarettes bad. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. It's bad yeah. to yourself and maybe even the people around you. Uh-huh. But, like, I'm not going to do anything about that. And then you can move up level, though, to, like, you're doing something that I believe is violating something fundamental. Mm-hmm. 
which maybe is even a form of violence or something. That's what I'm talking about. And in those things, you like asking me these questions. (laughs) How about you? I I don't know. Come on. I I want to see you squirm. You do it to me. (laughs) No, I'm thinking that uh, there are certain things. So if the... If the threat is like truly existential, then I think yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's just again, if it's the cigarettes, or if it is this person is parking in the wrong parking spot all mm-hmm. the time. Like I have an example mm-hmm. that I think is a good um, medium one for mm-hmm. us to consider. Your neighbor mm-hmm. beats their children. Okay. Goes against my values. Yes. Uh, also, well, it depends on how annoying the kids are. <laughs> Fair. Um, insert more heinous form yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it's happening. Yeah. Clearly, not only not only is it a violation of the values, but it's a violation of the child's yeah well being. Well being. Mm-hmm. They're hurt. They're mm-hmm. damaged. That kind of thing. Would you be justified in catching this person in the act and going in and just doing what you have to do? Them. Just right to get yeah. the kid out of there. Yeah, calling the state because that's a form of violence yeah, to call Dyfus and have the kid removed. Yeah, we seem to believe that is justified. Yeah, because there this are is situations. Such a, such a tough one. It is where we we're like, oh no, the state should come in and kidnap you, right? Yeah, I feel like the 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 government stuff is really. The interesting stuff. Yeah, because I, I think I'm justified in going and beating the shit out of him for sure. But the the legal one, uh, it is scares tougher, me because right? <clears throat> because I'm putting the kid in a position that's not necessarily better than the one he is in. Right, right because now you're like, oh, they have to go into a foster home and blah so blah blah. If blah. the system was perfect, mm-hmm. I will definitely call them. But the system is yeah. more than imperfect, so I don't know. Yep. Yep. So, but what are? I think we need to start. You know. Tying together the common thread about all the situations where we feel is justified. Mm-hmm. And I think that ultimately it has to do with the issue of of something that is we feel that is okay to use violence if there are some fundamental aspect of our life that are being violated. Mm-hmm. I think that we feel that every time that there is... Well, first of all, I have the feeling that all the situations that we have analyzed mm-hmm. are reactionary. Oh, good point. So is so is it ever okay to aggress? Exactly. Because I'm, seeing, mm. I'm thinking, oh, you got cheated on. Of course you retaliate, right? Mm. Or somebody gets into your house, then of course you do that. Somebody's being the kid, so of course you do but What about you? This is a good example. Um I think this indicates that we both believe in something like that non-aggression principle where we're saying first strikes aren't justified for the most part or maybe always. Retaliation is. The first strike, I can only think of one situation off the top of my head where I'm like, it's not that bad. Mm. It's not that I think it's moral. But I think it, it's it's another uh, situation. <laughs> I'm just to see where you're going. It's with another this situation that's like taking the drunk driver's keys. Okay. And this is kids fighting. But it's also retaliation. 
I'm talking about if someone disrespects you and you're like in middle school. Okay. And then you just like punch the bully. But it's also retaliation. To the to, to the, the way he's treating you? To the disrespect, right? So you're like So so your question is is there a situation where decontextualized where I can it, come and punch somebody in the face just because? I wanna say no. <laughs> <laughs> or is there any situation where violence is justified preemptively? Nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. But you're preventing something. You don't know if something is going to happen or not because you cannot have. You have a feeling that maybe it might happen. Well, but even if that is the case, right? We're still interior reacting to. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. But what about like the pure aggression? Because if there is no, if we cannot justify, so here's the thing. Why do I believe this is interesting? Because if in our mind we cannot justify any aggression stuff right any initiation stuff without any form of retaliation mm-hmm. it is reasonable to believe that most people think the way we are thinking unless you're a psychopath mm-hmm. which means therefore that every time somebody is violent he's at least perceiving that action as a reaction to something yes and yes. if that is the case that is really interesting because violence becomes the most reactionary of actions mm. that everybody uses indiscriminately right mm. it's it's certainly natural i mean we are violent by nature yeah i think it's undeniable and we set up things to try and make us more civilized but the whole reason you be violent is because you're like screw this higher order intellect stuff like i'm doing what i'm hardwired to do but yes and again i'm wondering if even in nature right mm-hmm. are we being violent still uh, in a reactionary way to to stay alive to eat that's but it is reactionary i mean i'm just going to be hegel and say everything's a reaction but that's everything or when it comes to this okay if if it's not necessary or probably beneficial to some value or cause you believe in, that might be considered a non-reaction. But it also seems like loony. It just seems like I'm doing something for no reason. But that's like I'm punching you not because I want your food. But if I, here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, well, I think that this this is not special, meaning exclusive of violence. But the violence is one of those things that are like this, uh, rather than others. Like it is conceivable for us, mm-hmm. for someone, to do something good for someone else for no particular reason. Okay, and it will not sound loony nor yeah. It, like, like I just hey, I saw this in the store. I got you this thing. Exactly, just okay. out of the blue for no particular reason. Mm-hmm. I just do it. It's not a reaction to something, right? Just doing stuff, mm-hmm. right? And if so, these actions do exist. We do certain things this way. But with violence, there's no such thing. Yes. So violence is this absolutely reactionary thing. And for the sake of. Yes. And if it is not for the sake of certain things. Then we think people are crazy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Or better. Then only crazy people do these things for no reason. Mm -hmm. 
But everyone that engages into, and even the crazy people, you ask them why they did that, they have a reason, and the reason is reaction. Because I heard voices. Yeah, because they told me to do that. So you're reacting to that, right? Mm. It's always the case. What does that say, though? Does it say that violence is just this... Defense? This defense mechanism that we have. Even with, like, dictators, right? It's like, I'm doing it to preserve the strength of the nation because everyone's out to get me. It's always perceived to be that thing, right? The the question is, like, when the perception is not in line with with actuality. And in those cases, right, if we establish that this is the case, should we always take in consideration when judging those behaviors, the fact that these people had in their head a good reason to do that, that the perception was an aggression. Because this is sometimes a a technique that I employ, right, Hmm. in my everyday life. Like, I always tell the students, nobody wakes up one morning and say, oh, I want to kill everybody today for no particular reason. There's always a perceived reason for doing that. Nobody is, there's no pure evil. They think they're being good. Exactly. This is uh, the Mino, they say. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. and I, this is one of the dialogues that I have really interiorized, right? It's one of those things that I really think that that's true. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, though, how do we, what does that mean, right? Because, well, from one side, this is interesting because he gives us like a, he helps us understand the way people do. Mm-hmm. Should that be also taken in consideration when we judge these people ethically and uh, legally? Well, this is like, what is the phrase? Is this mens rea? Without this, yeah. um, I, my knee jerk reaction is sometimes, maybe. <laughs> um, it doesn't help <laughs> because it ha- no, it has to be. It has to be, and we have to basically say some reasons are better than others. Some mm-hmm. reasons are acceptable. Some reasons are not acceptable. Yeah. And I think that I, I don't think that people always do it because they have a good reason. Because if violence is a natural reaction, sometimes it's pre-rational. And in those things, it's not like I decided consciously to do it. It's just like I just But it's still... A reaction, right? I couldn't be blamed, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do this. This is why, like, heat of the, uh, the moment murders are, are treated less severely than first-degree murders. But even the first-degree murders, right? If somebody's doing that mm-hmm. because they think of whatever... Yeah. Like even the even actually the premeditation maybe it's an even more uh, clear evidence of the fact that the person was reacting to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we we just have to be in the place of saying, um, but of course that's not a good reason. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. Or I mean, the thing you thought would have been a good reason if it was true, but it was false. Exactly right. Yeah, and that is where the 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 metaphysical and the epistemological stuff come to play, where we should be able to. We need to be able to say what is and what is not. That's right. Because otherwise, everybody's always justified to do anything. Oh, yeah. Just violent, relativistic hellhole. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's interesting because he seems to me, and maybe we are wrong. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. He seems to me that, that it is possible. It seems to me that it's possible that there's a lot of people today that think that if my perception of things that if that my percep- if my perception of things is this then I'm justified to react to it. Yes. It's all about perception. Yes. 
And if that is the case, we might be in for a future of absolute violence. Because everything is justified. Because everything that is perceived as a a reason, Mm -hmm. then it's fine. Yep. And so that's why we have to step in and be like, your perception is not always reality. Yep. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, So at the end of the day, violence is a reactionary... Well, it could be aggressive. It's just that the, the the aggressive violence is never justified. Correct. The only kind of violence that's justified is the reactionary kind. And then within that set, like, some of them are justified to different extents, right, given circumstances or whatever. So, wait, you're not, you're not agreeing with the fact that any sort of violence, it is always perceived as justified? Is it always oh. like... Because of the perception thing. Yeah, it's um, always reactionary. Like the impulse is always reactionary. Uh, do we include natural events? We, we didn't like bring this up. Like if a house falls on me. That's not violent. I meant to say if a tree falls on my house. But I said <laughs> if a ha- like the Wicked Witch of the... If the West tree, is... if the tree falls on the house, and then like my leg is severed, is that like vi- it's certainly gory, but right? It's not violent. Okay, so you need the the agent in order I for something to be think violent. So, because otherwise, yeah, we'll be, otherwise, I would we'll agree. Be... So, okay, maybe this reaction. Everyone perceives stuff as a reaction. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, not all of them are justified. Yes, right. So we're in agreement there. Yes. So maybe this is some consensus about violence. I was trying to figure out like. If there's other common things. Oh, we said the fact that it's like um, some kind of change slash extremeness slash uh, destruction or unbecoming of of some Mm -hmm. sort. Uh, Was there anything else? I mean, there's, there's also the question of like what things count as violent events, acts. Yeah, and, like, can you only meet violence with things that are this level of violence? Or, like, can you meet a lower level of violence with a... Like, so, for example, something like the Boston Tea Party, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. destroying property. But in response to, yeah, pers- uh, you know, taking taking my property without my consent. Or, like, does it does it matter who you're getting violent with, right? Like, random person on the street, owner of Starbucks cop president right like all these things seem to be different and it seems like yeah the direction of your violence seems important because you could have a good reason for being violent i guess depending on the circumstance but it also has to be targeted at the correct object otherwise you are miss targeting that's right you're making a mistake who you should be violent with like if the if the person breaks in and is threatening me and then I look at my dog and I'm like, hmm, I hate this. Dog. And I shoot the dog. Like yeah. that's not justified, <laughs> although I had justification. So in other words, you're justified for being violent towards certain ends. So let's put it this way. If I am going to the supermarket and I see the eggs that are $6 plus, whatever, <laughs> and I go and shoot the clerk, definitely bad. Definitely bad. If I go in, in the Federal Reserve and I get destroy the building they're more justified uh jason brennan believes this he has he has a book that came out i didn't read it it's called i I think i bought it It was called uh when all else fails or when everything fails and he makes a case for 
um, violence against state agents in certain circumstances. I don't want to straw man it, but that would be the, the something like that. And revolutions, right? And revolutions, that's right. Like, you know, if the people of North Korea suddenly rebelled, mm-hmm. uh, American Revolution, things still, like that. Still reactions, right? Still reactions. All right. Yeah. So if you're violent, you're reactionary. <laughs> well, and at the end of the day, it seems like we have multiple reasons that we're saying could ethically justify it. Yep. One was the easier one, which is more so the um, for the outcome. Yeah. Right. Like I'm putting this person, the drunk driver behind bars. Why? So they don't do it again and kill more mm-hmm. people. Right. So I'm benefiting me and society yep. or my family or whatever. So there's this kind of consequentialist justification yep. ethically of um, violence. But then there's also a, a, a principle thing that we believe in, too. We're like, mm, it might not actually save more people. This might have been a one off thing. But like. This person deserves, and this is more so the idea of like punishment. Yeah. So it seems like violence, one, one word I was thinking before they wouldn't say was punishment. Mm-hmm. And I think punishment is one of those issues where it's a common word, but I, I think there's actually a lot of disagreement about punishment. Maybe we need eventually an episode on crime and punishment. Good, good, good use there. Um, I think that's it for today, isn't it? I mean, we could just well, keep going round really, and round, but, right? Like, and figure out different issues. Like, okay, is it justified in this case against who? How much is it justified in this case exactly. against who? How much? But that would be exhausting, exhausting, and, and too much. And we are already exhausted. So. Yes, and that would be too too practical for for our tastes right now. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right, guys, we'll see you in April sometime. We will see you in well, April. This is already April. No, no, no. They're hearing it in March. No, this is April. March 30th was episode one. This is April 15th. No, no, no. This is coming out on the March 27th, no? That's the first episode, the first part of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget we do them at the same time. <laughs> yeah. The weird time dilations yeah, yeah, confuse yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. So that's around that's the middle it. of April. Uh, I want to push again because I feel like we already have a couple, this Q&A thing. Um, so for the 100th episode, we did a Q&A for the 50th episode. We might do another we one. We might do another one for the 100. I think it would be nice. We have a couple questions to talk about. So if you guys want to ask us something... Like Go ahead. About anything, about yeah. violence, about some issue we talked about in the past, about something personally. Don't like, ask us if you can beat your spouse. We don't don't do that. And what's that loaded question? <laughs> like, when did you stop beating your spouse? <laughs> send an email to us. Like, if you know us in person, ask us. Send an email. Yep. Uh, or maybe we can have, for the 100th episode, everybody around the table of the usual guests. Like oh. we can we can be like me, you, Claire, Sal. We might need another interface for that one. <laughs> can we connect the two interfaces? An interface the interface? Uh-huh. That's too meta. I don't okay. know. No. All right. See you later. See ya.